I mean, we've kind of just talked about it before and God, what, like the near 20 plus years we've known each other, give or mm. take. Um, I hate, I hate flying. I hate being jettisoned into a fucking overgrown tin can for especially like 11 hours, 11 hours. And while I do everything I can to pinch every fucking every little penny and, and squeeze the blood out of every little scent that I take and bring with me because I make irresponsible uh, life choices with my money as an adult. Um, boy, oh boy, do I sure regret uh, <laughs> fucking riding coach to Japan to and from uh, because we, we, Val and I certainly lost that lottery of uh, mm. uh, we were surrounded by kicking, screaming children. And uh, uh, have you the, ever? Well, question though: Have you ever flown first class, like at all? At, never, never okay, so in my dumb, stupid life. Don't unless you want to know what you're missing every single time you yeah. go back to coach. I it's got. A, it's almost better if you don't, just that way you yeah. don't have to dread <laughs> no, it. No, I got. I got lucky when I was a kid, and there was an oversale, and I was an unaccompanied minor, so they just gave me the seat for essentially free. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I I like how you like Kevin McAllister like that actual flight. It sounds like the whole time. It's like every time I just go back to coach now. It's like my ever since ever since first class. It's like my ass hurts even more now that I'm back in coach, and I don't know if it's just like my ass has its own brain and it's depressed or if it's mm. literally that the seats are that bad. Like I couldn't tell you. I think if you luck out and get that aisle that has a little bit extra leg room, but you have to basically be responsible for all the passengers on board to use the exit, then like you kind of luck out, but at what cost, you know, like you have to be responsible for all these people or not. You can just open the door and say like, see, I'm out. I just, I don't know. And, yeah. and like, I, I, I say this with no hyperbole. Cause I like, I, I really just fucking like sat and thought about it as we like landed, like delirious and fucking jet lagged for God knows how long, which, huh. oh man, is a whole new fresh hell in and of itself. Like, I dude, bet that time change was terrible. Oh my God, dude. It was so bad. We were mm-hmm. fucked up for a week. Yeah, I don't know I how many times it. I just kept waking up in the middle of the night. Just like haunted by the like the ghost of a failed fucking fake concept uh-huh. uh um wh- where was i jesus um japan I, well yeah i mean i'll get japan. to the fun part yeah japan. but like japan fucking yeah dude like street fighter 2 does not realistically <laughs> set your expectations <laughs> yeah, for how does. fucking cool it is make it seem so easy uh, it makes it look so rad like uh it is not like I, oh. I really hope that all the world fighters like fucking definitely had a night to prop up at the They're local not, motel. Not gonna, not gonna do, not gonna do a street fight after that, man. <laughs> Ain't no way. Not at all, dude. Like, are are you kidding me? My air tag says my luggage is still in fucking Taiwan. No, we gotta go back. Yeah, we gotta I postpone the street fight. I meticulously want to go back to Street Fighter Two now and just be like, okay, how many of these backgrounds are actually streets? Uh, I mean, well, we know a few of them just certainly are. I don't really, know. Really I mean, like, none, it, none of them. It's like I, ven- venue fighter. I, I'm th- yeah, like I, you know, I would say the marketplace of Chun Li, like that's a street. Uh, uh I yeah, don't know fair. how I don't know how close to the dock or how far out into the dock Ken stage is. Uh, the bathhouse ain't ain't nobody ain't nobody bathing out in the street uh over in Japan. God. Like I don't I don't know which onsen uh they were uh 
fucking, uh, you know, doing the fisticuffs and whatnot. At no, I'm but. I, and and again, going back to the previous time before we fucking spiral any further, uh, I, I, I feel like the ergonomics of of that flight, as far as the seating and just the the, the cramp, the size, like did not exist. I dude, I don't. It, it, if it was like purposely designed to shame me into saving the money that I did. It's kind of like it, I feel like there are so many little subtle things now that you don't recognize or 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 really not right away just because of like how awful capitalism is and they have to give you a meal for that long of a flight though don't they yeah no we got a free meal oh dude and you know what's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> but they gave it to us like an hour and a half in and what like, the fuck uh, yeah what? dude it's like this is That's an eleven insane. hour flight what? what's wrong with you. I'm clearly not going to sleep for the rest of it if that's what you yeah. think is oh, going to dude. happen. I not at all. Parents, I you know what? I I don't I don't envy some of the struggles. Uh I l- let's correct that. I absolutely do not envy the struggles. Like there's there's no ifs ands or buts, there's nothing left to the imagination. Like I don't and not my deal won't ever be my deal. And I I can only imagine like just what you may be feeling or the stress that you may be feeling. But please, 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 please. If your child is fucking kangaroo kicking, like just beating the shit out of the passenger in front of them, like, like they're dealing with some sort of fucking childhood trauma right there. And then like something is going like, clearly there is an issue that they are, are taking out on a complete fucking stranger that is not the time to zone into your own world with the fucking AirPods on. Please take some initiative to stop your child. Melatonin works very well. It 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 did uh, not, from, dude. No, I was, no, no, not for you, for the kid. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. what, what knock that kid the there? fuck out. I mean, like, do what you have to do. I'm not like endorsing or condoning, uh, you know, anything else other than melatonin. But if you gotta get creative, I mean. Hey man, melatonin is the new whiskey. Do it. Just you know. Yeah. Just scrape a little bit under the roof of their mouth. Just it, 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 it tastes. It tastes like a fruit snack. It's like, oh, here's a, here, here's a, you know, here's a gusher for you. Here's a Flintstones vitamin. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Have fun. Here, take two. Take three. Fuck, I don't care. Whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I I just had to get that out of the way. Man, it is it is much worse than I remember because I've never enjoyed flying, but those were. Those and actually, I think, I think Cody, Cody's actually... He's uh, on his way right yeah, now. He's, on his yeah, way right he's now, going so. to Tokyo. Did anyone warn him? Did anyone give him a heads up beforehand? I don't oh. know what flight he took. Okay. Um, I think he had to go Cali to... Yes. Yeah, he, so... Uh, we, we There's a new airline that opened up, uh, Zip Air. Okay. That just uh, makes direct flights super Just a zip line to, to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Hold on tight, shit. God. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, Figure dude, it out. It... It very much felt like it, though. It very yeah. much felt like uh, just like you got what you paid for. <laughs> that, like so, the yeah. Google Map days where you could swim across the Atlantic Ocean and wind up in London. Oh, dude! And see like how long the it took. Days? Or, or am I thinking? Or no, that was was that classic Google Maps or was that MapQuest? One of it them sounds you, like, like a MapQuest thing. You for put sure. in you put in the coordinates, and it's like step thirteen or some shit was swim across the Atlantic Ocean. And it's like they knew what they were doing. 
Jeez, I don't know what antique store I was in recently. I think, well, funny enough, I think we were at a hard off in Japan. And I swear to you, I saw one of those dashboard clips that you used to be able to get that you could just fucking clip and hold on to driving directions. <laughs> that, I was going to say, I love, how like we, had... I love how we go from MapQuest to Antique Store. And in my mind, I'm just like, this was like 15 years ago, which, okay, now I feel like an antique. All right. Well, I, I, I would say early, early aughts. Like, I don't know. Like, again, you have to, like the iPhone was 2006, 2007. So, geez, that is a while back. You know, my my favorite thing to point out is that, like, the Wii is essentially as old now as, like, the SNES was when the Wii came out. That kind of thing. It, it, it's the mind bend of it. Yeah. It's the, like, I, I'm just here to accept that at one point in my life, I heard someone say, I played the Dreamcast at a panel, and I don't know if it was an Area 5 podcast or something but i heard someone fucking walk up to a microphone and say i used to play the dreamcast during daycare and that was enough dude and that was years ago Uh... that was fucking years ago so just retroactively hearing the the impact of that same statement only it, it, it 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 does so much more um so i i think and like hopefully like with the craze potentially dying down um, cause we, Val and I have already said like, we, we want to go again, like soon, like Ooh. next year, we are going to try to go again and try to go a little longer. So that way we don't try to jam pack everything. And I will say, uh, the, we went during peak summer and totally underestimated the humidity, uh, in Japan, but that shit, that shit felt like three Floridas within the first 10 minutes. Like, I, we were drenched. We were soaked. And, like, we felt more like filthy foreigners, like filthy gaijin more than anything else because we're we, – we, we just within, like, a 10-minute walk or less to any of the bullet trains – uh, we were drenched and none of the natives they were just like kind of like miffed kind of lightly bothered and we are just like fucking gross we were disgusting yeah. Um, but yeah no a lot of shit was cleaned out uh, I did get the chance to uh, check out Super Potato uh, the one in Tokyo in Akihabara um, I, I kind of get like I get why people are kind of underwhelmed now versus like what it used to be. Um, it is certainly, especially when they're like entertaining, like quite a few uh, uh, customers at once. Um, it is a bit underwhelming, not only the selection, but Jesus Christ, the uh, prices, which were absolutely like they were surged for uh for like just the sheer tourism of it like yeah. just pure tourist prices um do you think that's a because they know how like i know the value of the yen was kind of you know at an all-time low for a while there is it still kind of about, oh like, are we like we i would say we we spent a bit but oh. like we got away with getting a lot like right. i believe uh it was like 145 to 150 yen per dollar, which is wild. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were like there were times where like like okay, I got like a box copy of F0 at a hard off for yeah. 
uh, like eight bucks. It was, I think it's it is, maybe they're like offsetting the prices now because they know that the yen is like like uh, low. I think it was just to kind of take advantage. Like I I, I feel like there was definitely or has a, it always been that way? You think I don't? I you know like it. I I would say that the U.S. dollars had quite a bit of a high value, give or take. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I I I imagine it was much certainly way stronger like ten years ago. Yeah. Um. But even then, like, I if if you if you compare it to and again, this is where we have three wildly different economies between the three of us. With like me being in California, uh, mm. Sean not too far off in Oregon. Oh um, right, right, yeah. And For then sure. like yeah, it's like backyard practically. Yeah, dude. So like, like I'll say this: um, the Midwest is definitely like cost of living, maybe not as severe. I would say in terms of both the quality and quantity of some of our din- some of our dinners, like uh, mm. like a three course sushi dinner that we got from like a high end um, sushi restaurant, like even and then some of the, like the more like mom and pop like conveyor belt joints, like yeah. in in the prefectures and districts. Uh, each time we went, probably cost us at most anywhere between thirty to forty bucks. Here back home. Like minimum, we would be looking at spending on dinner is fifty, yeah, fifty and oh yeah. up. So, mm-hmm. and like, I anytime I went to like the Lawson, which that was my shit. I like, I it was very much like uh, Val was just like, are you gonna be a Lawson bitch or a Seven Eleven bitch? I was very much a Lawson bitch. I and I've heard. I don't know how you feel about this type of food. I heard the egg sando. Egg sando's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yes, that was one of the regulars that we grabbed. Okay. I always, I just very grabbed good, rice balls good. every yeah. day, dude. Yeah, nice. like, oh shit, Jesus, dude. Like we, we ate very well. Good. Uh, I, that's that's fried, a, like such a big part of it too. Yep, uh, yeah. the fried squid legs at the Lawson, incredible. Like it, just some of the stuff that we like got, which again was the equivalent of like four bucks, but like anywhere else here, even in something. And like, we're, we're talking about like, we, cause we went to the like Akasuna shrine, like, um, or so I'm sorry, the Asakasa shrine, uh, like the marketplace there. And like, I remember we, we also got some Tagiyaki and some other stuff. Uh, like we spent maybe six bucks, like, and again, just in us, like we, we, fucking got away with some gold um That's but good. Good. as far as like um retro games and whatnot just shopping around yeah just dry mm. just dry as a ghost town canal like, what would you what would you have like if is there something you were searching for specifically like if there's something you wanted to find there more than anything else what would it have been uh some msx games okay. funny enough uh ah. so i went to two of the big video game stores in akihabara mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Super Potato, and then I went to Beep. Okay. Beep was dope as shit. Nice, oh nice. lord! And um, it had uh, a, um, I, I would I would say a, a much more varied selection, uh, and some prices that were also again pretty good. Like I I grabbed funny enough, uh, the American copy of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog for the Master System, like complete with every and everything. Cool. Uh, I grabbed that for forty bucks. 
Wow. Which is half of what it normally sells for. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I got to leave with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I grabbed, like, I don't remember what MSX game I grabbed. Uh, I grabbed a bunch of SG-1000 games just because, like, fucking, and funny enough, I just got my SG-1000 car. I'll talk about that more. Cool. Um, Jesus. Uh, yeah, dude, I grabbed a bunch of random stuff, like stuff that, like, I, I would have would have liked to grab but like we're most like everything i honestly think i walked away with we're all like consolation picks like none of the mm-hmm. stuff that like i walked in like i really really wanted to grab um popful mail for the pc engine yeah. i could not find it oh. uh i did i did randomly come across with the ob strip and everything uh rondo of blood and it was in nice shape nice but it was still in like I, I was hoping, you know what, I don't know whether or not it really did go down. I was hoping that it would at least be 100 bucks. Like, I would have been fine. Like, you know what, fuck it. I'm dropping 100 bucks on this. No, it was 170 And I'm like, Even with the digital release of it? Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's dude, wild. Like, this, the game's been released so many fu- I, yeah. like I, I don't need to, like, I have, like, the, um, I have, a, like, a very very fanciful uh reproduction uh that i forget uh mm-hmm. I, it's like like i don't remember who it'll come to me at some point um but i got the expansive reproduction i have it literally on everything else a hundred times over uh but i do not have the original for pc engine and like i i just even though I'm in more of a place to just because I have other priorities and things I want to do. I'm just like, yeah. And I kept thinking, Oh dude, like it's gotta be a little cheaper here. And I'm like, if I wanted to spend that, I, I could just get it from eBay. And it, that that's, that yeah. was just the vibe. Like any of the savings that I thought I could get away with, I just, I didn't. And it was a big no. bummer. Um, and you really have to take advantage of like, I cannot get this anywhere else, but here, like right. if I'm here, I got to grab it while I'm here. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of the, uh, just a lot of the pickings were not there. But at mm-hmm. the same time, we were like, we were in all the touristy areas of Tokyo. I don't think, like, with the exception of the when we went to go get our tattoos. Like, that's. I saw we're... that. Yeah, dude. Like, there's a lot of, like, life defining moments I saw there. Like, the tattoos, yeah. uh, the photo ops, like, the, the photo shoot you did. Like, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. like, you took full advantage of that trip, man. Good for you. We did. We yeah, did. And then it just did. made us realize, awesome. like, fuck, we really wanted to do this longer. <laughs> and we so, need to come back now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that's the goal. And, it's, awesome. and we were laughing, too, because we missed Pokemon Go Fest by a week. We missed G1 yeah. Climax by a week. And we're like, fuck, we should really <sighs> yeah. time this better. Uh, so. You know, the Climax would have been dope. Pokemon Go, yeah, for sure. You guys still play? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, like, cool. Right now, I don't. But I've been thinking about it. You, yeah. You, come you on should. back, man. I, I I jump in every now and then, but it's not at the caliber that it used to be. But yeah. So Val, and I mean, I can get into that in what's in your console. Okay. Uh, by the way, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Because like, I just I just realized looking at the preamble, I'm like, oh shit. Uh, it's a good oh, thing oh. it's a pretty slow news week. So yeah, we'll just roll right in. Yeah. We'll roll right in. Press pause. Radio episode 148. We're catching up. We're just gonna talk about the stuff we've played. Uh, and the stuff we've installed and yet to play. I'm uh, looking at you, Starfield. <laughs> and and Baldur's Gate for me. Oh, shit. Hardcore uh, for me.
just literally hits. grab it now? All the hits. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said ones that you've missed. Oh, okay. No, oh, installed, installed, oh, I no. installed but haven't played. I am, I am, I am, I am going to buy the shit out of I it. know, no, it was just funny because I was talking to Sean. He was just like, fuck, I should get that. That was like 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, damn, He's dude, were you I just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to sound like a hipster, but I'm about to, so too bad. Um, oh, I, don't peer pressure. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna say? I, I feel like I really enjoyed Armored Core before everybody thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, you might have. You might honestly like I. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. Mm. Episode 148. Fuck it. Uh, let, let's yeah. keep things. I I I've talked enough. Sean, tell me why you think. Like, go ahead, gatekeep me some Armored Core. Yeah, go ahead. tell me about what was good about Armored Core before, and also Front Mission while you're at it. Go. Okay, so this is probably the most basic thing to say about the game, but the just the customization in general, and just always hunting for all the different parts that you end up getting. So, the games that I have played, I've played the original Armored Core, I've not played Project Phantasma, I have played and beaten Master of Arena, and I played the shit out of Armored Core 2 and Armored Core 2 Another Age. Uh, after that point was around the time that, for whatever reason, because of life events, I either stopped getting newer consoles or just didn't have the time. But, um, no, and the... Uh, it's just it's, it's just always been so good. But, like, it doesn't play like Virtual On, so what would make me want to play it? <laughs> I, I, Dude, I, I, it kind of... Do, okay, does it kind of? Okay, it, it kind of does. does. Okay, maybe. Okay, if it plays like that, then I might be interested, but remember, I've, had, I've had zero interest in up until this point. Okay, remember when Pacific Rim came out and everybody was losing their I did. shit? And, and, I then liked the it. Second, and then the second movie came out and everybody was like, Not so much. never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair, fair. Um, just, just that encompassing feeling with the first movie. It's like, holy shit, it's giant robots. Now, granted, you're not fighting monsters in this case, but you're fighting other giant robots. Sure. And it's like... I don't know. It, it's it's not as like I, the last thing I'd want to do is compare it to like Gundam or Transformers or. I some I have shit a comparison like that. that will probably keep Andrew away. All but right. Oh no. Okay. What's that? It it's it's pretty Dark Souls, dude. It's Dark Souls I, with well, Gundam. Well, and, and we all know Dark Souls is not my jam. We've proven this time and time again. So, but you, Sean, like you loved the shit out of uh, the last one, uh, uh, Elder Elden Ring. You played the shit out of Elden Ring. Oh, I did. I mean, yeah, compared so to some would... people, I, I only got sure. like seventy hours in total. Well, but like, it was, yeah, but you and your family but... were all playing it. Like, it was definitely a a welcomed addition to that collection. I'm sure. Yeah, no, my dad logged about six hundred plus hours. Holy into the shit! Yeah. Get him on the show. Uh, yeah, get him was... on here. <laughs> no, my uh, another buddy of mine referred to him as the Elden Dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah dude, yeah. I remember that. No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah. This, this sounds familiar. Elden Dad. Okay. Also, he is now playing Baldur's Gate three because Aww. he was he was feeling he was feeling a little bummed out and bored because he didn't know what to play, and so I was just like, well, "Dad, so so you look into this get Baldur's your dad you the Twitch this? key for the site. I would just if he can could you just get, oh my god, or can you get him to like play like a D and D campaign with us? I think that'd be dope as hell. Yeah, I would love that. So like, so ironically, he he loves Baldur's Gate three, but uh-huh. ironically, he has told me that D and D is not his thing. Okay, well, I mean, Which... this might be a good gateway. It might be. Honestly, it's not mine either. But I, oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely. I'm missing out, man. I think it's just I haven't I haven't found like a. You, you need a good group, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. 
No, a good group can make it, and a bad group can ruin it. Like you're right, the, you're right, absolutely. Yeah. First group I ever played D and D with, it actually turned me off for D and D from like another ten years until I met a guy who was really chill about it, and then I was like, "Holy well, good. shit, this is great." I'm, I'm glad it came around because, yeah, I, I started with a good group. I was pretty spoiled. So, but yeah, that's a uh, that's a you know, I think that's a very cool thing to transition into video games and vice versa. If yeah. People play Baldur's Gate and then go and transition into a actual like tabletop or pen and paper. Like that's great, fantastic. Also, I don't know if there is a way, maybe they got rid of it, but in the classic Armored Core games, there was a way to essentially, for a lack of better words, rig the difficulty. It involved essentially dying so many times that the game pretty much threw you a bone and was like, okay, we're going to give you an enhancement. Like, I don't uh, see that happening in this one. No, probably mm-hmm. not. They, I, I mean... You know, I I only died against the first boss once, but like I did read that... Um, there is a definitely a difficulty curve, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll get into it when we get into it. There's a few other things, but uh, I, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, BT Dubs, PCE Works, that's the reproduction I have. They did a bunch of other mm. really rad uh, turbo reproductions for PC Engine games that um, I forgot I totally grabbed like a huge set of before they uh, either got C and D'd or just ran out of money. Uh, mm-hmm. But like the production value that they put into the Rondo of Blood set, with the fact that it's got like a giant leather casing and box, uh, a fully voice acted translation of the game and other stuff, and I yeah like I get I I just needed to, like what the fuck was that company that I got the mm-hmm. repro from? So anyway, um, Andrew, buddy. Yo, I, I'm hearing it in your voice. I'm oh I'm my gosh, happy yeah. that you're recording. How you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. They uh, like once everyone went back to school, everyone started getting sick. So uh, it's an upper respiratory infection. It's not the other thing because I tested that actually last night because I was like super afraid to actually be out and around people because you know I mean I'm yeah I'm still sick. I'm still contagious regardless. But uh, I uh, went to AEW last night to Collision. And I had to mask up and do all that just because I was, like, deathly afraid I was going to, like, you know, get sick or get someone else sick. Like, I was just, like, terrified by it. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not sounding great. I feel okay. It's just this nagging cough that won't go away. Uh, Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I'm I'm peachy keen, man. So I'm happy it's not the other thing. I'm happy that hopefully with some steroids this will pass. But, yeah, in the meantime, I'm going to sound like this, unfortunately. So And also, I'm, I'm chewing on, like, a million cough drops. So you might hear a lot of that clacking around, so. No, man. Get, my my, get, my apologies in advance. You're good, dude. Get, like, I want you to, you know, do do yourself a little cocktail of some Ricola, some Halls. Like, get the Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm hydrating like crazy, man. My my uh, yeah. my water intake is just off the charts right now, so I, not bad. I don't, I don't remember what it was, if it was, like, either, like, an old roommate's fling or one of mine. I don't remember who, uh-huh. but someone swore by uh, just – like having a shot of vodka but uh, you would put a bunch of cough drops in it and oh. let it simmer for a bit interesting like, interesting okay uh. this, this, i remember this person like it, you know what it reminded me of too it reminded me of like that quick craze that people used to get into where they would put jolly ranchers and smirnoff it totally sure. reminded me of that or zimas zimas was the thing for a Fucking while Fucking zimas is zimas yeah. still a thing i don't know probably Zima, not i, I probably haven't not. seen a zima like anywhere I, yeah, honestly, Jolly, I don't Jolly Ranchers and Zima. That used to be the tech back in the day. Absolutely. I don't think I've even. I don't think I've ever even had a Zima. The Amalfi no, Strats. 
It was, it was, it was. No, it was no scope, man. All, all the time, all the time, no scopes. Wow. Oh, dude, yeah. no. Um, I God, what was it? Well, I don't know. I like it. Cough drops and vodka. What do you think the flavor was? Were you going for like cherry cough drops? Like what? I. I just feel like fucking like just hearing that and just like no we have four loco at home and then like that's right what that yeah is. if you want to burn all your senses fuck it this will help you why not I, all right controversial take that I mean and and oh. I'm saying this with the preamble that like I'm I'm always looked at like insert fucking tangled underscore swords underscore meme dot jpeg here okay. Um, I I do not get, and this is coming from a dude who fucking loves cinnamon. Like I love like the toothpaste I fuck with. If I had the choice, cinnamon. I hate mint. Cannot stand mint. But with that disclaimer, I I do not see the fucking appeal of Fireball. I I I was there I would, an appeal it, to it? It's cheap. I know that. Oh, bro. Like you you know what's like fucking uh cheap is like Potter's rum. Or fucking I mean, I mean, oh, steel reserve. God. Hey, uh, we, hey, we can fuck around oh, and have some Goldschlager if you really want to get some cinnamon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'll and I'll and I'll I'll slurp that down a thousand times over. Really? You know, wow. You know, but, I had a steel I, I had a steel reserve phase in like. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You fiend you. You're drinking the malt liquors. My goodness. It uh, was like a it was like a three month period. I I, I, was, I feel like you were out yeah. there doing Edward uh, Forty Hands or something crazy <laughs> like that. Oh god, you're going out of your mind, getting yourself a little wizard staff after so many cans. My um, goodness. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so this week, I, I, fuck you know I might actually try the vodka and cough drop thing if I'm not on yeah. the if I'm not on the next episode. That's why. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, like I dude, I would uh, I would I would certainly take the opportunity to see. Uh, like which will pair better between like I, I'm a, I'm a Ricola dude myself, but like I know Halls is probably the much more yeah uh, I'm gonna go with like the like Halls smoothies, like the like the berry smoothie Halls. My, they my have berry smoothies. What? Uh huh. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, those things are fucking legit. I know oh, they have dude. berry. They have berry Halls, but are, are you saying they're smoothie flavor or that you're gonna make a smoothie using? <laughs> but, well, like, well, I mean, now I will. He just grinds up a bunch of fucking halls. Just hell yeah! I <laughs> get that oh, neutral bullet. Um, I created the idea that killed. You toast. did. Yep, you did. Sorry, man. I'm I'm not, I'm not for this world much longer. Uh, so, uh, funny. It's funny that you uh, mentioned that, and I know, and I'm trying to definitely move it along. But uh, one thing that we definitely came out of uh, Japan with. BT Dubs, the the contraband, the just cu- like just making sure getting through customs, the smoothest fucking thing ever, dude. Like I've had a harder time w- walking into like a show at a dive bar than I did getting <laughs> fucking out of the country with all of these goods. Uh, so that huh. that definitely was very convenient and uh, very very much appreciated. Uh, no, uh, the new th- like the thing that Val and I really. Uh, really got excited about and like I don't really defer to their opinion on a lot of things because for the most part it's kind of bad here and here and there and I say that mostly in jest uh, just because of, like they're they're cool dudes the fucking grumps whatever uh, but I remember they like they do this new thing now where they kind of you know they 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 do a stunt to some capacity like quote unquote heavy air quotes stunt 
uh, for their power hour feature. And one of them uh, was they just try a fucking litany of different Kit Kat flavors. Uh, most of them, because uh, Kit Kats are huge in Japan. And really, yes, and there are so many of them that they just voted down or just like eh, eh, they just like insert shitty over dramatic gag here and there. Uh, and it kind of like set us up for a little bit, you know, as far as like our expectations. And then I just realized that they probably have like really underdeveloped palates and don't know what fucking anything that is good is <laughs> because so many uh, our favorite thus far, like my personal favorite is absolutely the banana Kit Kat. Fucking like we bought like they were selling them on our flight too, and we bought more. Uh, we grabbed the strawberry ice cream Kit Kat. We grabbed oh, vanilla Kit Kat. That was my next question. That Bro, sounds so good. There, there's a sake Kit Kat, and it's what good? Yes, and it's so good. Sake? It, yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah, man, we, we grabbed on a, a Kit Kat. We we grabbed a shitload of Kit Kats. Uh, I I think we still have some more uh, remaining, but yeah, no, we. That was one thing. Um, on our eventual return trip there, we are absolutely setting aside a uh, spot solely reserved for Kit Kats. Um, I, am, I love it. But dude, it was so good. I was so pleasantly surprised over all of them. There's a few others. Um, I kind of wanted to try. There was a Coca-Cola one I wanted to try. There's so many. Um, and, like, I'm not even all that big. Uh, on Kit Kats, more or mm-hmm. less, but like, um, I, I I don't know all the weird special, but the banana one, just like Chef Kiss, so good. But anyway, banana's um, a hard flavor to get because, like, I think if you get like the runt, artificial candy banana flavor, like, is it kind of like that at all, or is it? No, like, it's very okay, much like a. Have you ever had like a banana yogurt? Sure. Yeah. Creamy, like a creamy banana. Yeah, like a creamy oh, banana. Oh, yeah, so okay. Good. Almost like a Bananas Foster kind of a yes. dessert kind of, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that, that would be what I'm going for, 100%. Yeah, dude. Um, I'll have bananas to go through all of them. a hard flavor to get. I'll have to go through all of them. Uh, Val also grabbed like a bunch of matcha ones because matcha is her thing. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be matcha, awesome. Matcha, yeah, that'd matcha, matcha. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, this week, uh, while, you know, fucking uh, – Andrew gets John Travolta with his pantry of cough syrup and fucking liquor. Oh, yeah. Um, we're we're, we're going to be a mixologist over here. Oh, dude. This oh, week God. we're going we're gonna to dabble in some of the uh, announcements, and then we're, it's mainly just going to be a what's in your console, just kind of catching up. There was a, quite a few big releases, like a ton mm. of big releases. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely want to kind of dabble in that. Uh, but also, you know, just just throw some quick blurbs about – um, some price hikes and some upcoming, uh, some of the upcoming releases that we can anticipate for the holiday, and kind of go from there and just uh, you know, do a nice little sit down, easy, easy to consume little PPR. That, that's we'll the catch goal. up. We'll and catch up. We'll catch up. Anyway.
All right. So, um, we we can keep this one like super easy and quick, and we'll kind of combine both of the announcements. So, uh, Atari kind of came out of the gate with some two big announcements. Um, the first one being is that they are planning to release a reimagined software emulation based clone console based upon their most iconic and just easily like the the most definitive piece of hardware that they've ever released the Atari 2600 uh now rebranded as the Atari 2600 plus uh dropping the VCS branding because they are still actively supporting the Atari VCS uh, they are also repackaging uh, and re-releasing tons of physical 2600 carts. Uh, I think the most exciting thing, aside from this that I really enjoyed, uh, some of the peripherals, uh, they are all using the same DB9 connection and voltage. So that means for us fucking idiot nutso butzos who still have original hardware uh, that they're using actively, all the controllers and peripherals will 110% still work. I mean, not too far for the course of like what you we saw like from their previous deal with At Games and their flashback consoles, but like mm-hmm. the quality control here, uh, I'd imagine is significantly higher because this is being done in house. Uh, there will be a USB C port that uh, will be made available to you know connect with various uh, other devices as well as going to be the main means of updating uh, for future firmware but uh, one really big thing that I think is uh, getting kind of overlooked weirdly enough is that this particular console like the big gist of it is that unlike any of the other mini consoles uh, and it is again it's not size to scale but like that of an actual Atari 2600 it is reduced uh, a little bit more in size just made a little bit more palatable for anyone's uh, respective entertainment center or lineup which I respect because real estate is definitely uh, it, it is a high commodity these days with all the other dumbass machines we've all got um, I uh where was I? Oh, uh, it, it it will not. Um, they, they they've been really iffy. I anticipate uh, with uh, future firmware updates, but I think they'll be very apprehensive just because they want to make this as viable as they can, given the novelty of it and the niche market that it's serving. Uh, it is primarily going to be used to run physical media, being physical Atari twenty six hundred carts as well as Atari 7800 carts for the first time. Uh, something that uh, they, they've they really just kind of overlooked, even with, like, official flashback uh, releases. I mean, the most love the 7800s really got from Atari is the most recent Atari 50 compilation. Um, oh, and, yeah, and honestly, it's probably, like, the most possibly the most underrated atari console in terms of like it's actually it's got some really good games uh oh dude you don't have to tell me twice uh like i'll I'll get into that um but i so the big like mm, so far is it is uh software emulation it is there there's no like fpga or uh hardware analog to that of the original uh, setup. So that does me, and like also uh, as far as Atari's R&D, which again, while I absolutely 
uh, believe it to be much more sophisticated than that of at games. Uh, I, their R&D, I feel like, is going to be pretty sloppy uh, when it comes to the compatibility. But based on just what I've looked at from the list that I provided to Sean, because we're kind of kicking around whether or not we should do a proper uh, review for it, because we've done reviews for the Astro City, the Turbo, the Jenny, uh, a few other minis. Like, you know, we, we, we've covered, like, these niche releases before. So it was really, you know, thinking about it and i feel like that would be something you all might be interested in um kind of noticed that a lot of the more advanced uh software like you know mid to late generation uh that involved uh anything that involved additional memory or, or bank switching which did need to interface with some other uh components within the atari uh are incompatible yeah. I want to so, say one of them. It was like real sports boxing. It was, yeah. That's a that's a bank switching title. Yeah. So that's like, which is a bummer, because uh, that would tell me that like, uh, for those who kind of want to keep things easy and practical, if you wanted to run an Uno cart or a Harmony cart in terms of flash carts, flash carts are going to work. So it's very much the same hurdle that you would run into with a Retron uh, seventy seven. Ain't going to work. Um, yeah. I also believe that as far as um, there was something else that was really kind of getting under. There was something else that like I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, it'll come to me, but uh, you do have the option of running it 4x3, 16x9, uh, directly modded onto the hardware as far as the scaling and how like what particular type of uh firmware it's going to use and whether or not that firmware could be hacked to run uh just digital roms and uh, whatnot because again um it does it won't have i don't know if it'll have a micro sd slot i didn't entirely like uh memorize the io and i don't have it in front of me uh, but for the most part, it, it is pretty exciting as far as the cost of admission. It's going to be 130 bucks, which mm, uh, yeah, uh, one controller. So, so uh, one one thing, yeah, that's kind of a crock in itself. But one thing I do uh, find intriguing is this uh, ten games in one multi cart that they're also. Um... Oh, dude! Which yeah, that that 100 percent also kind of affirmed like when everybody was talking about whether or not this thing will be able to run flash carts that in and of itself is the biggest answer because it's fucking using dip switches so it's yeah. going to dump the roms uh one by one uh but yeah it'll it'll work just like it, basically everything and anything that they're doing that they're doing um it'll all work in original hardware for those of us who have like myself my rgb modded 2600 if i wanted that 10 and one cart sure if I wanted the, what I really want is the um, the rotary controller because I was gonna say the uh, paddle the paddle controller bundle it actually uh, also comes with another multi cart. Yeah, and it's so, like the controller and the game together forty yeah. bucks. It was just not bad at all. Not honestly. at all. Um, there's some like I, I don't know like again like. <laughs> Atari kind of just running back to what works. Like, you know, I don't know how many times, like, we get it. The 2600 was a really big fucking deal. And, and like, even then, like, their current platform is just a reimagined 
2600 for like like this is what if we like you know took the concept and ideals which is like neat in and of itself but it's very much like i you know fucking beating a dead horse is one thing but like nuking it with a satellite's another and that that's the <laughs> that that's the uh territory that we're in here with atari and the 2600 plus but i, I you I don't know, know. Playing playing devil's advocate a little bit, um, and honestly, I I have mixed feelings overall just about where all of this could go. Um, I'm just gonna say anything and anyone even remotely related to the uh, NFT verse just kind of makes me raise an eyebrow. But I'm not gonna get into that right now because that's not what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. um, to play des- to play devil's advocate a bit, I do think that this is a really good, excellent, more affordable way to also like open up 2600 library and parts of it uh, to more folks that might not have as much because some of these prices too and honestly like an Mm. older 2600 will probably run you about the same price maybe a little less maybe a little more but the issue that we're encountering is more and more shops are starting to overcharge these things because a couple of uh, douchebag dentists with lots of money and too much time have decided to basically create this new market a few years back. It's fired. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's, it's been kind of hell ever since for, for a certain game. Now the good news is a, a lot of cartridges and a lot of CD and a lot of physical media has only gone up maybe like five or 10 bucks. Then the bad news is you have games that it's like, and consoles that you could, uh, go and find at like, a thrift store for like three bucks and now you look online and it's like oh that'll be four hundred dollars i dude i and i get it there there are some like eye rolling factors involved with this current incarnation of atari and i i mean people want to romanticize what atari used to be but let's keep in mind like atari ain't around anymore because they they didn't properly manage themselves to begin with they 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 caught lightning in a bottle once and then fucked it all like mm-hmm. like and, and that's just the reality of it and i want to believe that the intent with this current run cuz uh not just so recent like just as of like a couple days into this recording uh atari also bought atari age which uh is not only a immensely popular public forum that's ostensibly kept anything and everything Atari and that of, of, of that generation or a proxy of uh, relevant within the last fucking 30 plus years uh, since like the early dawn of publicly readily available internet. Uh, but it has also become a distributor of homebrew software and a good one like at that as far as a ton of different ports, hacks, uh, stuff that like basically did nothing to harm the current modern day value and gave enthusiasts and players who still relished these pieces of software and hardware like at a very cool affordable prices and kind of like, you know, did everything they could. So Atari fucking bought them, which something was up the moment there was a closeout sale yeah and all the also, and i got i got scramble actually um it's gonna take a minute uh i fucked in, up 
I I really wanted to get Zippy the Porcupine, and I kept oh. putting it off forever. And now, like, if I it's it, Zippy the Porcupine used to be so plentiful, and now it's gonna be the new Princess Rescue. I mean, I've got oh, the ROMs, yeah. so like, yeah, I can play not, them. Yeah, but it's not it's not always the same. It's like. not it it's but it's whatever. Um, but where was I? Uh, but yeah, so I it that so just so closely following the announcement of the 2600 plus leads me to believe that Atari is taking this new step with their hardware and branding seriously. And like, you can go right now and find a ton of, uh, reprinted software and original software, but that's where like I start to get a little leery, uh, like outlaw outlaw is one of the most, common fucking games you can find for the Atari 2600. It is dirt cheap. Like, I... do. Please do not spend, at most, if you are spending for the sake of cleanliness and condition, uh, no more than $10. Like, yeah. it is It is a very easy-to-come-by uh, game. And also a great, fun game. Like, a must-have. Especially if you're just gonna, you know, sit around and actually mess around with an Atari. Uh, Atari is currently reselling a rebranded, repackaged offering of it. No changes. It is very much just a reprint of the game, boxed, seventy bucks. Which yeah, like and some of the things there are making me a little okay. What's going on here? But uh, it, it's just I, you know, I'm, I'm still cautiously optimistic overall. Like I, I want to say that this is going to be a good thing because personally i mean i i love atari i i am at the cusp like the 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 cutoff of kids who weirdly grew up with atari i grew up old enough to be disappointed at the age of four that our atari 5200 was no longer working because the controllers were a piece of crap okay so i want to rescind uh they it is not 70 it's still a lot it's 60 bucks but that's Okay, that's it's so fucking much, dude. Like it, like I, their other XP re-releases. Like even then, like Berserk, Berserk, yeah. which is arguably harder to find. Like mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it from like the practicality. That shit's thirty bucks, and it's enhanced. It's different. It's better than the original. <laughs> yeah. So like hell? I don't, I don't know. I don't get well, it. You know, I I, just... I think it's a brave move too. Uh, like primarily, what is a like very two-player heavy game that you're gonna fucking sell for <laughs> a set that like doesn't even come with two controllers? Well, you know what Atari's doing is they're 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 raising the stakes in in 2023 because it's like, all right, you you got your next paycheck coming, you're gonna get a really good game. It's like, oh god, do I get do I get Fires of Rubicon? Do I get Baldur's Gate three or do I get Outlaw? Do I get Atari fucking Outlaw? Yeah, what is Outlaw. What's Outlaw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. What is that? Oh, dude! Like it. It is. Uh, it's actually pretty dope. It is okay. It's fun. It's, it's you're you're just two cowboys like just drawing at high noon, but like oh. it's got the physics of Pong. So like it like oh, imagine windjammers except with a gun. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> like you can't it's, return the bullets. Like it's, it's apparently the Pong switch we wanted on all the Pong consoles that we never got. Yep. Like if I get like one of the arcade one up Pong machines. And just like soft mod to have that, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd, be could, down yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah, okay. But anyway, um, oh. yeah, like, and and that kind of goes to show. Um, uh, I'm finding it 
yeah, Berserk is available for thirty. Mr. Run and Jump, a brand new exclusive, uh, available in physical format as well as also on the VCS. Uh, so like you know stuff like that, I am all for in super super um am totally in for what i am not in for is uh sony kind of fucking coming at me like some mm. slumlord piece of shit landlord that just like thinks that me the privilege of me owning the playstation is like a fucking lease and it's just like oh lease up check it out we're gonna increase the price on playstation plus and i'm like mm, why well and they just <laughs> And they just changed the structure of it like a year ago. They went from just PlayStation Plus to now it's, was it? It's Essential, uh, Extra, and whatever the fuck the other one is. Premium. Premium. They just changed that shit like a year ago, and that was already confusing enough. And now you're going up on prices on all of them without offering anything extra. I was going to say, we did Without offering anything extra. This feels so I think we did like It's the same price structure. For the same stuff, and you're making me pay yeah. more. What? No, we we recorded the episode not too long ago, <laughs> kind of rating and reviewing. Yes, uh, about what was better, and we all decided Game Pass was like. Yeah. And since then, and since then, Game Pass has been, in my opinion, still the best. But there have been games that have came off of the service, and they've added games onto the service that weren't like, you know, like blockbusters. I think Nintendo has certainly come around with some of their offerings for online. And, and offered some games through, like, their, you know, Game Boy Advance and Super Nintendo and N64. You know, there's been things there that have been pretty exciting. Uh, Sony, there hasn't been anything really that exciting. And they still want to up the price. I was, I was flabbergasted when I heard that. Oh, dude. I... It, 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 it's just... Here's the way I look at it, too, because I feel like it's the same sort of misguided ego that, like, we saw with the management and overall, like, just curation of the PlayStation 3. Uh, yeah, like, some real cause horai shit, because here you're at a precipice where everything is readily available again. You are no longer looking at hardware shortages. It is so much easier for like the everyday average consumer to walk into any establishment to get a PlayStation. I mean, even now as we approach the holiday, PlayStation fives are just available again, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Series X and series S they are available. Like you, you're at this moment to where you can now start taking advantage and really just kind of focus on pumping up your library to, to where I will say that and I don't want to be my like I don't want to be the old man yelling at a cloud here but as of now so far like in maybe it's just an outdated term at this point like the the concept of exclusivity uh, just I've never seen so marginal and so thin. Like, you, we're we're I would what three almost four years into the generation, Andrew. Like, help me, twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? I believe it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, fall of nineteen, maybe. That sounds yeah, right to fall me. of nineteen. I believe maybe I, maybe because I think I built my PC around the spring of twenty. And that was like when kind of like everything was happening. 
And I remember building my PC around that time, and I think PS5 was out before that. So, yeah, I'd say fall of 19. So, okay. So just uh, I'll go ahead and quickly just double-check just to ensure. Please do. Um, You know, but as a – No, okay, it was was 20. It's 2020. It was announced. It was 2020. Ah, It was announced in 19. And again, I – you know, with with the panini, with the pterodactyl, with every other stupid humorous p word that we can use to substitute the very real and unfortunately, uh, very much still around pandemic that has mm-hmm, been mm-hmm. reduced to an a point to where we can reach some sort of semblance of a quote unquote normal life. I totally one hundred and ten percent understand and get the challenges of everything that came in the games industry from a development distribution. Like I can go on. I get it. I get why everything's just kind of been a slow trickle. Mm. However, Mm. we're three years in, we are three years in. And I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. There are six, six console exclusives for the PlayStation five. I believe Mm. that the series X technically has more, (laughs) though, not maybe not as high profile. And again, we may need to circle back to that math too, because I may or may not be wrong. Like, and like when I say there's heavy air quotes on that too, because technically I believe most of them can also be played just, uh, albeit a more inferior version on the one X. So whether or not you can argue they're quote unquote exclusive is just fucking semantics. Cause I, I think you can even run like Starfield on the one X. Yeah. Yeah. I'm running on the S. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. like, there's a there there's a lot of like we get into the nitty gritty of the semantics of exclusive there as far as the uh, Xbox lineup of hardware. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that the individual reasons for you owning multiple or owning a specific machine are gradually dwindling, and so ease of access and other like basically other features other benefits other pros to cons are really gonna be like what you got to come out of the gate with if you're not gonna fucking give me a proverbial mario a proverbial sonic a proverbial uh fucking proverbial outlaw yeah (laughs) like you know there's got to be something and you have the fucking audacity to increase like a subscription service without any real or otherwise worthwhile enhancements or additions to the service. Just mm-hmm. the fact that you could fucking do it. I help help me make it make sense. It doesn't. No, and I'll I tell you, truth. Help, I can't help you. <laughs> and I've also been fucking around with the VR for a little bit. My uh brother-in-law let me borrow his for a little bit to play and uh, try out i've heard not so great things about the psvr2 well and but there's no offerings like why would you not incentivize having it with plus if they gave you more options for like i don't know like plus trials on vr games or exclusive like hey you get this vr game like i would have played the horizon vr game if it was available through plus somehow but you have to pay for like the higher tier for anything and none of the vr options are even available it's just right. I, I i don't get it like Use your ecosystem that you've created of your exclusives, and they just bought Bungie. So why is Destiny not like exclusive to Plus, 
and having all the expansions and having everything included with Plus. Why is that not an incentive to sign up for that service? Game Pass is giving you incentive to have it because you get all their games and their and their the people they they've partnered with day and date of the release. Sony doesn't offer you any of that. Like, why is that not an incentive? I don't get it. You know, maybe all of their money and resources went toward this uh, VR2 website of theirs because holy hell. Ugh. Oh, dude. The only I... good VR game so far is Moss. I mean, that's the only thing I've seen that's even worth I think there's so a, there's quite a few, but that's another thing too. Uh, there's no backwards compatibility. So right, like right. it's a bra- like and I get it. I get the technological limitations, but then that that's where you got you got to make it make sense. So I I I believe like, you know, I've I've come off my soapbox um to say that I'm You're not you're not just saying anything that's not justified. You know what no. I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense to anyone. No. No no, but... no no one thinks this is a good idea. No. But like I, it's just kind of more or less furthered into my outlook that like this has been the weakest generation of gaming for me in terms of like it's I don't know there's there's a lot of exciting releases sure mm-hmm. but like they're all just bleeding in like I don't know it's it, it there's not enough there to really excite me or make me feel like Mm, about something it's i'm i'm getting back to my old man yelling in a cloud but like all the the newer more like enthusiast shit coming for retro stuff is really what i've been kind of getting more excited about and we'll get to that in a moment um but i don't know i mean i've i've been playing a lot of new shit too so i think uh with that i mean nintendo live was kind of a like cool super mario wonder uh Sure. Digging, digging that that's coming out uh, on the twentieth or nineteenth of next month, uh, just days after Sonic Superstars. So like, kind of really like I I really find the uh, the dichotomy there to be a little fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. when when's the last time like those those two properties kind of, I mean, they're not competing. You can get them on the same platform, but like I. I don't know. I I get, I get kind of vibes just because, uh, just the fact that they've got some of the old devs and and going for some of the the old vibes uh, associated with like basically they're like, man, how do we do Sonic Mania in house, guys? Let's fucking well, let's not you know, get that Christian Whitehead fellow back in here. Fuck that. <laughs> let's do maybe, it ourselves. Maybe they can create some competition even internally. Like, why not? Why not yeah. like have that little bit of a, hey, our game's coming out around the same time. Let's see who does better. You know, like. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, some friendly competition isn't bad. Just don't base, like, console wars and dumb shit around it, you know? Yeah, dude, I, that's just such, such an outdated thing. I, that's eventually what came of it, right? Like, I want Mario and Sonic to, like, coexist and actually compete against each other, but I also don't want it to create, you know, console we don't, wars. We don't need... Yeah. Playground bullshit again, like right, it's old. Right. It's old hat, man. Nope, nope. It, it seems like it was cute back then, but it's like now, and, it, and even yeah. then, it was, had its struggles. I'm sure. Right. But yeah, they can no. coexist now. In twenty in 2023, that yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. So, what's in your console?
Uh, we're gonna we're gonna definitely do round robin. I hmm. think we can try to do this. We're gonna do just ten minute lightning round between like all of us and kind of just. Oh, I can uh, do that. I think there's been some shared stuff where, um, we're gonna go on for like the next. In, instead of everybody just kind of commanding the airtime like we usually do, we're we're just gonna spitball them back. So. Fuck picking who to go where and when. Fuck it. Like, open discussion. I, I, yeah. I'm, we're going to try this new, uh, yep. very much improvised format of what's new, in your new table, table format. Yep. Um, so, well, so what are some games that people have been playing, like, multiple? Is there a game that someone, other than just, like, one person in this uh, group has played? Has anybody else here been playing 14, Final Fantasy 14? Negative. Negative. Oh. Only only 16 and even then i kind of jumped off of 16 um just because uh I, I i got wrapped up in another rpg uh one i was reviewing actually but uh i'll i'll get to Fair that in just a moment enough. uh so, so anything new anything new in 14 um so i mean they periodically release new patches they're about to come out with uh, their 6.5 from uh and walker uh, there's not a lot that i can say story wise because okay. i don't want to give any spoilers but uh no i mean it's been a really good run cool uh overall they've uh like they're for the newest patch they're actually this is a big one for me because i've been bitten by the uh housing bug which i can share oh. some photos at some point again uh i actually just recently built my fiance cassie uh her own small house the kind of just with like a bunch of like nooks crannies uh verdant partitions as they're called it's just like walls that are literally plants and shit and they got like waterfalls coming down them it's really neat but um no they're uh, upping the uh number of items that you can have like in a house because right now there's like a limit to certain items that you can have which kind of limits like if you're somebody like me who's super obsessed with it then it limits your ability to place things really fast or place things like just all over the place uh little nooks and crannies uh but no they've changed a lot in terms of just like uh, uh weapons quests um manderville quests for folks who know what those are that's all i'll say for the moment uh uh god what else there, there's so much there <laughs> uh i got it like set up on my 4 pro but i disconnected my 4 pro uh i kind of only just reconnected the current stuff just so i can get everything going but um i i have it set up and ready to go to at least take advantage of or maybe we we already had this discussion because it's not free anymore right uh yes and no so actually they uh for the next pa i think it's the next patch it might actually be current now but they are increasing the uh, free trial period up to Stormblood. Okay. Because previously it was up to mm. Heavensward. Level 60 and Heavensward. They're increasing it to level 70 and Stormblood. Oh okay. Because yeah I have Heavensward. Like that's the physical disc I have for 4. So oh, maybe okay. I'll wait for that update because I remember setting it up like it, it did not give me like it wasn't very it never is man. Like I... I'm, I'm, this is the dude that like had to deal with bullshit play online like it never was but uh, I will say that their their setup procedures and just like what you need to have in order to get started it, I, I will admit this as much as I love 14 and I've loved the whole experience the setup leaves a little to be desired if not a lot like um, 
another bud of mine actually i was trying to get to uh kind of play when i started and he just essentially rage quit in the middle of like setup and trying to figure out like Oof. how to yeah uh because they have a lot of different packages they offer too and there is very much a reality that you could end up buying the wrong expansion pack Ooh, wow yeah and not Probably the right bit. That so, a little bit so yeah because and and honestly to their credit it's because there's just so much there like we're basically we're it's only been around for 10 years and we're into like the sixth yeah going into the uh seventh expansion excuse me or the seventh revision anyway it might be the sixth expansion Revi- yeah the very careful choice of words yeah yeah gotta gotta make sure i'm, I'm keeping that at least somewhat mm-hmm. accurate um well, I don't know. It's definitely something I want to kind of, like, the moment I have everything comfortably set up, it is something I want to chew, like, I want to sink my teeth into it. Uh, but I, there, there's so much else, really, to kind of mess with and uh, play with. Because I've been on and off with uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, which, I mean, it's still, while it's not, it's not doing 14 numbers, it's still like doing enough to where there's there's certainly communities and activities to partake in, but uh, I just finally got my Dreamcast like all situated, all back, and like I I finally sourced a broadband adapter. So um, and because I'll be using it on the GDMU, uh, there are some patched files for uh, PSO version two that uh, I can go ahead and run for more seamless access to the independently ran uh, PSO servers right now that are still like just hosting and doing stuff. So, uh, and I've got my hands on a working keyboard and everything from there. So I feel like kind of revisiting it. Um, and I feel like it'll be a much simpler process of doing it on the Dreamcast as opposed to the uh, GC loader, which does have its broadband adapter. I could technically mess around with that first, but I don't know. There's something a little bit more nostalgic about doing it on the Dreamcast than that of the uh, GameCube. Um, but That's fair. Yeah, dude. No, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that once, again, this, you know, waves, arms, and hands everywhere is dealt with and done. Um, so, big elephant in the room, I guess. Yeah. Uh so, Andrew, you've installed Baldur's Gate 3. You have not played it. I have installed, have not played, have been uh, around people have played for a very long time. So I've gotten a lot of uh, hearsay and a lot of, you know, just general, like, water cooler discussion about it from, from them. So pretty familiar with the game. So uh, I am, like, two hours in. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm still very much, like, I've dipped my toe in. Uh, I've just finished kind of landing uh, on the beach. And so far, uh, the build I have is a paladin wood elf with entertainer uh, tropes and sensibilities. So, uh, as far as charisma, deception, and, you know, I've been, even then, like, I've, I've gotten slightly lucky with my bonus rolls. Um, kind of, I don't know. I, I'm still very new to kind of picking up on the hook. And as you know, me, I'm very much, I'm very big on kind of trying to engineer and gear, uh, uh, 
you know my builds right off the gate i want to grind mm-hmm. to where uh i i can take on things a little bit more comfortably and not have to struggle to earn the w uh and i don't know if it's just me kind of jumping the gun because i feel like i'm at a point in the game where uh, and I have to forget that, or I have to remind myself because I am forgetting that this is very much a game centered around, like, very much structured around the concept of, like, New Game Plus, and that there are so many things that I would like to go towards and very much can't be if I'm doing it just a brand new baby boy, like, just, you know, hitting the, hitting the ground running. Uh, so. The games, unfortunately, while it's not technically, quote-unquote, very linear, uh, it is very much just for me to make any significant progress to where I can get to a point in the game. Uh, where I can grind, it is a linear thing. So I, I'm trying to remind myself and tell myself, like, hey, just get through the quests. And, like, there are so many things that are just kind of frustrating me so far just because, like, they're, I, like I appreciate and totally get the deal with them. As far as the mystery of the fact that, like, this will be a important thing maybe later or something that you can start mm-hmm. now and come back to later. I just, it it's always so intimidating uh, kind of fucking around with a backtrack. Like, uh, I, I just got to the point where um, I, I landed and kind of found myself in a village that I was able to stave off a goblin attack. Uh, I did, and I don't even know if you, is optional. Uh, I did save Shadowheart. That's another thing. Like, I just, I don't know, like, the, how much of an illusion there is to the quote-unquote choice factor. It's, it's apparently, it's, it's pretty deep. Like, very small things can make an impact. Like, tell me this. Is it possible to actually leave Shadowheart that you know of just from your conversation with others? Like, and this is like, I'm not spoiling. There's a character that you free in the, like, the first half hour. But, like, you have to actively do it. Right. From what I've kind of overheard with them having conversations about what they did, I think you, I think doing so one way or the other just opens up a new track. Like you will obviously see things in your playthrough that you wouldn't have seen if you did the other thing, if that makes any sense. Like it opens up a new side, like, okay, now we're branching off to this story. And, and if you do the other option, it branches off somewhere else. So right. I don't necessarily think it comes back to bite you later on. It just there are going to be options not available to you. Right, because I do know that there there are party members that you uh, can, like if you steer the conversation in a way with your interactions with them, if you rub them the wrong way, mm-hmm. uh, they will just dip out. They will right. not... So I was just curious if it was so early being that one of them is, you know, also captured uh, by the mind flayers. If like just leaving them to die will actually like just they're dead. They are not in that playthrough of your game. Like I'm guessing not because I know that 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 name I'm not familiar with it in the gameplay. But that name comes up a lot later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've heard no, lot, everybody just says later. this character. So I'm just like, oh. Yeah, and it, it kind of comes up a lot later. Yeah. And it stressed me so much. I'm just like, oh, shit, here's my first, here's I, my first well, Vincent Valentine. Here's my first Yuffie. But here's the thing. I think if you play through, your first playthrough is just getting your bearings. 
you will hopefully, once you get your first initial playthrough done, go mm-hmm. back and you will revisit and redo a lot of different things and have a lot of different scenarios play out because you have to kind of suffer through that first and know the mechanics, especially if I hate being elitist about this because I've not personally been a fan or known a lot about this, but people I know have. What's your familiarity with like Forgotten Realms? Uh, no, I, I, I would say Surface is being generous. Like I'm Okay, I think that for people that know about Forgotten Realms are going to be way more invested into this and they're going to have more, I guess, put into an initial playthrough. But I think if you're just starting out, just get through your first playthrough and just get it done. That's what I'm and thinking th- And then you, you then I kind of through doing that, get to experience the world. And then when you come back in for seconds, you're going to be more equipped to know, all right, here are the things I do want to explore. Here are things that don't really matter. And you're just going to have a lot more in your arsenal. If you go at, like like you say, like you're two hours in, your roles are probably going to suck from what I've been told. I think we talked about it before the show, unless oh, you turn on terribly. karma. Yeah, karma dice. I told was told is what you want to do if you want to balance it out a little bit. And, you know, for a build like a paladin, like if you're not rocking, like I would say, like just like a D&D trope, like I think paladin is a dwarf that has high strength, high con. And you really have to like min-max your builds for the most effective playthrough the first time if you're expecting to be like the best playthrough well, the first time. If the not, thing. if not, you're just going to have to stumble through it. Uh, yeah, it's that's not, the- it, it, yeah, it's not going to be graceful. You're just going to get through it, but then you will be well more prepared for if you do multiple playthroughs after. But that's the thing. Like, just the opportunity to min-max, I feel, is very limited. I, I'm i waiting it, it, to can, the it point. It can be. It can be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm waiting for that opportunity. And, like, I think that's the expectation that I came in to mm-hmm. where I had anticipated just an opportunity to kind of just slum it in a certain area and kind of, you know, grind out an advantage. And, and, and ultimately, I, I think a game like this, you should have fun with the build that you want to play. It shouldn't have to be what's going to be the best option to play through the game. I think you should really have like oh, what's yeah, that, best for you as a player. Oh yeah, like it's it's the Pokemon mentality. Like sure, right. I can I can look at those Smogan stats and I can see what is going to give me the best advantage uh like overall, but no, mm-hmm. I I want to pick the builds just as uh though I want to pick my favorite mons that yeah. like I am comfortable like a paladin has always been something to me. My favorite type of race has always been like that it again, it may be a weird mix up and I might need to scrap it just because the practicality just may not be like I'm I may be reaching or scratching for something or, that's or, just not or just or just abandon whatever playstyle it is you're trying to uh you're trying to do now and just and then like, come back to it later. Which Yeah, or, or or just mix it up or just change it something else different, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which kinda goes back to that, you know, oh, give it give it like ten hours before it really gets somewhere. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't think I don't think it'll get good your first playthrough at all. No. I I, 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 I can I, very I, much I, I, attest I think, to I am struggling very much. I think much. you'll just have to I think you'll eventually get to a point where it will get easier. And I think you'll have to rely heavily on your party members. I think yeah. as you get through and progress in the campaign, relying on your party members and having that synergy to mm-hmm. really be like in the best during battle will be what gets you through and gets it to be a better experience, I think, ultimately. I, I will say this, and uh, I was not anticipating this, uh, but within like, again, I've only just, I'm two hours in, right. but two hours in, I I already have like, fucking four party members just yeah. like the yep. just encounters i'm just like oh hey what's your deal cool let's fucking do it let's let's work together um 
and I'm I'm digging the uh, very much like the the character aspect of it uh, as far as the narrative of like it, it's got that telltale vibe like so and so will remember that so and so appreciates mm-hmm. that so and so will not forget that yeah. and that there is some animosity already uh, from the fantasy racism <laughs> that is just fucking right. immediately taking place. That I kind of just try to manage and just be like, whoa, <laughs> um, and like that's that's the one thing too because I I don't know what it was in like man, uh, Bioware really really hit the nail and I and I'm trying to tell myself that this likely will not happen in this game, but y- y- Bioware is very black and white, very much like Paragon or Renegade, and they're very mm. much their crew members that are geared to resonate or otherwise complement one uh, one setup over the other as far as one alignment of, you know, just doing the right thing, quote-unquote, what is the right thing, versus just doing the easy but hateful thing, so, in, you know, whatever. But regardless of what alignment, if you work to earn or otherwise still do the character building... They'll re- fucking respect you regardless, right? And so I, I kind of have like that mind mindset here. I, I believe it's impossible, just from my experience. Where like, regardless of how much uh, grace or tension or just like outright companionship that I lend and work to build with all party members, if I have two that just are completely incompatible. Right. Uh, it it just won't gel. No. So no, I have to I, really like, and that's w- where I have to tell myself: this is a game that's fundamentally built on like you have to, you cannot do everything. Like you are at a buffet, you got to pick your plates, and if you want to go back, you got to go back after you finish what you've got. And I think that like any like D and D campaign, things might not work out the way you want it to, and there's no going back. It was like, well, this is where we're at now. This is what we're going to deal with. We're just going to. Which, work with what we have, and and that's that's another bad habit because I'm I'm already kind of safe scrumming, and like I don't right, want right. to do that. I just I I I, I, I would say just be open to things going maybe kind of poorly. <laughs> you will not have your best play through the first time around. I don't think it's possible. I think, but as you get through and experience a lot of it, I think you'll be well more equipped for the. I hope the next playthroughs to come. I think you'll get a lot more out of the the mechanics that go into it. I love just having those water cooler discussions. But people, I haven't even played the game, but you can tell there's so much enthusiasm and so much variable options that are in play there. There's never the same kind of thing for the same person. It, it's like Mass Effect on crack. It, I mean, it really is way more, way more things to explore, way more things to, in you know, experience uh, through through your playthroughs. And yeah, and that's absolutely. and that's the thing. I feel like and people may like shit talk Mass Effect for being quote unquote limited. Like to me, two is like perfection. Right. 2 is like Agreed. one of the best games like in the last decade just because there was such mm-hmm. a perfect balance to where it was like a smorgasbord like there was like a buffet but it always right. felt like I had full control like that I was the sure. master of my own destiny and like you know I get that the like you're already thrown into this setup with the inclination that that's not going to be the case or it's going to be a very slow crawl for you to get to that case. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, may, I, I just got to bear and grin it. But I, I have enjoyed my time with it so far. I've just been very frustrated with 
mm. uh, the fact that things that should be in my control are not, right. and that I I don't know what I I I don't know the flexibility of of my own like my narrative control. I I don't know if I can like kind of take my time and play it, or if I really am on a timetable that will irreversibly or significantly affect my campaign. Uh, so I'll I'll get back to you, but it's definitely going to be one okay. that I'm going to be I, dabbling. In. I have it installed. And I will try my best to play it this week, and I'll have a little bit more, hopefully, too, in part once I actually get some more time into it myself. But the general consensus of the people I've been talking to is it's just like it's the best thing they've ever played. I mean, but it's also kind of infuriating because then we'll play D&D, proper D&D, and they want to try to do things in our campaign that are from Baldur's Gate. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't really necessarily translate. Like, not everything is Baldur's Gate. but But it is fun to see the... You know, kind of how the things blend together. So. What else have we been playing? Because, um, kind of, kind of got balls deep in there in that. In yeah. That yeah. My, my major thing was Starfield. I don't know anyone else has played Starfield yet here. I I have it all, uh, and I I suspect that I may actually have to do some more installing because I preloaded it once it became available on Games Pass. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if I have to install anymore, but uh, it should read like you know supposedly be ready to play. Okay. Um, I'll just briefly kind of talk about my little bit of time into it. Uh, I've got probably 12 to 13 hours in so far. Um, I'm definitely doing what was kind of suggested when the game first released was to play through the main storyline first. They've kind of said this is not like your normal Bethesda game and you kind of have to play through the campaign and finish it first before you go and explore a lot of the side missions. And I will say there's been a few side missions I've tried to take on and see to completion and they have depended heavily on my ship being upgraded or my combat in space to be more refined or to have more options in whichever class I chose. So I very much feel like oh, you man, can do side quests. We were just talking about. Right. Yes. You can do side quests, but you may not be fully prepared for the side quests if you progress them farther than what, you know, the campaign has. And, but the thing is that is open to you. I know I saw someone, uh, uh, Alana, uh, I can't remember her last name. She actually like flew a ship to Saturn in real time. It took her seven hours and it's of fast traveling, mind you, because you can fast travel to like any system. As long as you've seen it or been near a system in the game, you can pretty much fast travel to it. So trying to get from like planet to planet is not that difficult, but they chose to go like without fast traveling to get there. And it kind of broke the Holy game. Holy shit. They desert bust the fucking travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but they, uh, it's in there. Like you can do things in that game. And it will not restrict you from doing it. It just may not work out in your favor if you try it. So you really do have to do the campaign to progress and get more to take on some of those. Like, you can do some of the early side quests, and they're not going to be, you know, too difficult. But I have encountered a few already where I'm like, I have to come back to this. I don't I don't feel like I'm capable of doing this right now. That just reminds me of Fallout, which I know we want to avoid. That's probably fair, yeah. 
But like, well, but 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 it's Bethesda, so I mean, yeah, I would say it's probably similar in a lot of ways. Sure. I just like it's very much like it's the illusion of freedom. Like you could technically like there's nothing that's and you may and you may you. and you may be able to do it. It's just it will be it'll prove to be difficult. So you have to be pretty clever if you attempt it, or be right. very pretty lucky. Um, but it's I I've enjoyed it. I uh I was very tickled that when I started playing it, one of the job options was chef, mm-hmm. and I thought how interesting because I'm playing in a D&D campaign right now, not to harp on that again too much, where I made a, um, an artificer. But instead of using potions and like things like that, it was using food. Like you would infuse food and do different things with food. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, because I, when I had COVID, I watched a lot of the Great British Bake Off. And I'm like, <laughs> everything I want to do is food related now. And so being a chef in Starfield is interesting because it like you have to like go around find planets uh, to get like different kinds of plants, different kinds of proteins, and then cook those and you know make special food and special things that give you you know more abilities, give you you know better better things like that. And it's also like you get really good with knife skills, like melee skills with knife. And so I've been playing through the twelve hours I've played, I have not shot a gun. Oh shit! I have really? I've done I've done nothing but knife combat. That's, that's No Man's Sky. You're just playing it's, No Man's Sky, and that, and that's probably what a lot of this is. But I never touched the game. It, so, it is so much uh, that I've been seeing a lot of parallels and like, and, there, and there's a lot of things that you can use and kind of create to make your own way through. Like it is very open ended. And I really enjoyed that about the game, but it is a Bethesda game. So there's a little bit of jank, a little bit, you know, here and there. I've, there's some, I've like, been reading that out of all the Bethesda games though, that this right. is the game that's pleasantly got the least very jank. polished, very polished for what it is. I think, I think there's some stuff that you just won't actually be able to comprehend like so far into the game of catching it. But for the most part, I've had smooth sailing. And there's been some really cool little secrets in the game too. Like I just saw one today where if you um, are at a certain place and you aim your gun a certain place, it, uh, I guess, unlocks a space suit that has some of the best stats in the game. So it even has like those like Dark Souls, Demon, Soul kind of moments where like you'll do something environmentally in the world Mm-hmm. And if you do it just right, and there's no way you know this is a thing, it'll like unlock something or let you get the option to get something that is like super overpowered in the game. And I love that. I love these little Easter eggs and these little things they've kind of placed in the game. Um, it's I've really had a lot of fun with it. And I think as an open world game, I have usually crippling anxiety to play open world games because there's so much to do. Right here, I don't feel very pressured. I feel like I'll go this next mission, and knowing I am progressing the campaign right now and the campaign only gives me the sense of like, well, I'll get it done and then I'll do the extra stuff that usually gives me dread and anxiety. So mm-hmm. I think making that the focal point, if they chose to do it or not, has been better for me to play through. I, you know, and, and real quick, cause I know I yeah. kind of like, I just noticed. So we're talking about arguably the three biggest open world games, so to speak, uh, uh, that have role playing elements like, uh, and and that's not touching upon Final Fantasy 16, which, funny enough, um, I mean, it's a given, so that's the right. thing. Uh, but they're supposed to be, like, freedom is one of the biggest factors that's promoted, mm-hmm. I would say, as far as the benefits. Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom, and Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate, yeah. And all of them, all of them so far have all kind of frustrated me with the same inconsistency the same issue and that's just the fact that like 
there is a invisible layer of hand holding. There is a linearity to it. Um, I think Tears of the Kingdom is like it. It's arguably the best slash worst because you can like literally just bang your head and bump and grind against the wall and not figure out literally why. Like you'll be allowed to engage the activity up until the point that you are not given a completion or uh, a prompt uh, to recognize that you've completed the task thinking that you are able to do so because you have not completed some other arbitrary task right, prior sure. that you were expected. So like that to me is the worst because unless you actually go and do the work to research it, you mm. won't know here. Which really like, defeats the purpose anyways of that type of game. Right here, it's just like it's more of a difficulty curve where like you are curved against such insurmountable odds that like mm. it it's an argument of whether or not it's stupidity or just sheer impressive skill that like whether or not you want to fucking chase or give up that ghost. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I I have such mixed feelings about that. Like like have you noticed that? Because, like, I, just in all our conversations, just with these three games, I've noticed that it's just being a reoccurring trend. I think it's, like, maybe some of the people... I don't know. I hope not. Because I hope that they don't assume that, like, they know people are just going to go online and look up the stuff anyways, so they just mm-hmm. build a game around that concept. I hope that they hope that people will play blind and just experience it for what it is and not take on... Uh, you know, looking online to see what the best option is. But I think it's like the TikTok generation. Like the moment they see something that yeah. is presented and they see something that's like, well, this is what I did. Like, that's just going to be in your, uh, that's in your knowledge. Now that's your general knowledge of like, mm-hmm. this is how you do it. So like, there's no real like mm-hmm. discovery. There's no real you like, know. wow, I, I came upon this just naturally. No, all of it is kind of already been exposed by the point you play, by the time you play something, Someone has already exposed it online for you to know about. I got it. You know, you. I have to. Mm-hmm. I, I have to wonder too, like how many people to to another respect might be like playing through a game and essentially like, oh man, like this is gonna make this is gonna make the amazing like amazing content. Right. Just like, turn it into a, a to a, a mill yeah. farm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I. I have it loaded. I want to definitely check it out, and I appreciate the heads up because then I right. I'm I'm gonna try to see what I can do to good like you know play along and because so so if, Sean if, whatever you decide to play because I know you have been tossing around the idea of at least Baldur's Gate Gate for sure. Oh hell yeah! So yeah. we we will have to convene again and see like how we've how we've done so far on on all, all these games. Honestly, I would love to play Baldur's Gate three sometime in the next. Right. Say weeks. It, it, it's, it's on my list too so that will be yeah and and if you get a chance to check uh starfield out george then we'll come back and we'll see where we're at and see how that's going for sure dude i uh, like it okay good so how much time are we working with because uh i got about 10 left okay uh yeah. i i think uh i mean i can do some quick spitfire um okay so i did get my sg 3000 survivors mega cart which is fully compatible with the SG-1000 it is basically a multi-cart that has the entire library for the SG-1000 Sega's very first console Mm -hmm. Uh, closest analog to it would be uh, a ColecoVision or an MSX Uh, and there's quite a few fantastic titles that like I 
man, like they were, they really have like aged, like it's just aged like wine. I, um, I would say the best version of Congo Bongo, uh, is the SG 1000 version just because it's honestly, it's, it's just fucking Donkey Kong. It gets rid of the isometric shit (laughs) and it's just like full either 2d or top down. Like that's it. We're we're not we're not gonna try to do any of the uh, isometric nonsense. Uh, I was gonna say I've heard that that actually kind of screwed up the fifty two hundred version, which I have and I played and I can see the frustrations that people have with it. Oh, dude, yeah, it's like it, it's just it's recognizing like just the processing and limitation of trying to get this working in in a home format. It's just it, it's gonna be no bueno. It ain't gonna work. Uh, yeah. So definitely been dicking down hard like. Uh, like H-A-R-D playing around with a lot of titles that like uh, we haven't really seen other than like some you know enthusiast ports uh, on the ColecoVision just because it uses again uh, the same chipset Starjacker really really fun uh, take imagine like a vertical shooter but with like the flicky concept uh, where and I and there, there's probably like in fact the most recent uh, by the by uh, Bullet Heaven is back and super super love that uh, Ed came out swinging uh, with a brand new Famicom game uh, like nonetheless uh, I really uh, noticed a parallel with uh, Astro Ninja Man DX it's the one that he currently did and Starjacker where your options or in this case your extra ships uh, not only represent your firepower but also represent your overall health uh, and how you maneuver and move if you because they it, it fishtails like a snake if you were to serpentine or move and do so where you put that option uh, in the line of enemy fire and it gets taken out uh, you're able to move around a little easier uh, but you have less firepower and uh, also, like, the game is fucking stupid hard. But it's it's crazy addicting. Uh, really, really getting down on the SG-1000. Um, I will definitely have more to say. I would really like to do a stream uh, just messing around with the multi-cart. Uh, like, the castle is probably one of the neatest little puzzle platformers that I've got to sit down and play. Um and just kind of move around. It's uh, I believe it was also available for the MSX. It's 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 an oddball release because it is the last SG one thousand game ever released. I believe next to the Sherlock Holmes one, uh, and it was in that weird uh, window where it uh, the Sega Mark three, aka the Master System, is backwards compatible with SG one thousand games, but oh. Um, the reason why you may ask, well, why the fuck did you get an actual SG-1000 and not a Mark III? Uh, the Mark III does not use the correct color palette. So unless you... And there are no mods currently to address or go into this. So even if you were to have like a Master EverDrive, you could play all the SG-1000 games, but you will be playing them in the wrong color. And while it seems like a very superfluous, like, who gives a shit? Uh, some of these games absolutely are designed to look... In display in a certain way so i mean you just described the same reason i bought a standalone uh sonic the hedgehog for genesis instead of just settling with the six-pack version which actually gets rid of some of the graphics in the game weirdly and also uh speaking of what are in consoles 
I'm about to do something really awful to wrap us up. Oh, interesting. Um, so speaking of Sega and multi-carts, George, you probably know where this is going. No idea. Oh. I'm 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 picking. I'm trying to pick up what you're selling, though. Come at me. Um, I'm selling. I'm selling you some action. Oh fuck! Some, okay, I know where this some, is going. Some, I know where this is going. Some action fifty-two for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> I, I I got a hold of it. It it's it's bad. Now, granted, I have played emulated versions of the NES games, which are completely unplayable for the most part. Um, I will give the Genesis version this. The games actually do run, if you can call it that. I, I so I, I have to ask. I totally forgot that that got ported to the Genesis. This price uh, yeah. tag isn't real, is it? Well, no. You're probably looking at the one for NES. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was like, damn, Sean. No, no. Well, okay. okay. So I'm curious. I totally forgot that they did a the Genesis release because I, I was even thinking too when you were showing off fucking Cheetahmen. I'm like, that. I think this. I think this is cool as hell. I dude, it it, it looked <laughs> some, uh, some, some of these sprites are cool as hell, right? I thought that looked too good for NES. I'm like, w- w- am I am I just stupid? Um, no, it's definitely Genesis, and it's uh, oh yeah, dude. These gen like okay, finding it loose on Genesis is actually very realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not down with the Cheetahman? No, man that that has a whole sort of did, did, okay. So was that Kickstarter another phony Kickstarter? Because apparently, yes, yes, and no. Uh, what I what I read and heard about it was essentially that the product did ship to people who got it, but they broke their promise of actually fixing like the end level glitches. Mm. Uh, okay, so that's all right. Yeah, which is which is pretty shit. Um, that's what I heard. Hmm. That's a, that's a, and, that's a bummer, and I mean to be honest, I mean and this this whole thing too. To, 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 like you want to talk about like the almost just like the curse, the cursed mark of video game history in general. Like Action Fifty Two is just I, there's so much I, there's so much there. I think unpack. it marks the opulence of like the NES and just corporate greed shoveling yeah, shit. Yeah, and like again, but. Like in that limited run showcase that we saw at PAX, we are getting a brand new licensed NES game for Rugrats, a licensed platformer mm-hmm. that will have its own NES version, and yet it will still have its own HD release. And much like what we saw from like Lizard Cube, uh, and even like that recent Alex the Kid, the option of switching between modern hand-drawn graphics to pixel 8-bit graphics and those same pixel 8-bit sprites being designed and articulated with, like, the resolution scale of that of an actual NES, which, again, it will get its own standalone release uh, in addition to, like, Garbage Pail Kids and other shit. Like, the fucking... It's it's a wild, wild world uh, that we live in to where we're seeing shit, like, just happen like that in in a can um uh so i don't know man who who knows like we we may get a new cheetahman game before we ever get a new earthworm gym game so oh god are we are we gonna are we gonna get a limited run action 52 Oof. we could dude they've done uh yeah. plumbers don't wear ties i heard that so was that already done or 
Uh, Did that ship? I heard it was in the works. It's in the works, but, but it is okay. going to get uh, a digital release, like a la like what they did with Night Trap. It's going to get a digital release on all platforms, mm-hmm. but then a limited physical release for the 3DO. I, I am so glad that you ended it with this, because I actually want to play the shit out of this now. <laughs> Look at this. My goodness. Sh- it's 52 games, man. Uh, it's, it's pretty bad, dude. I, I, yeah. we could technically play it. Uh, I think I've never tried to run it on the Everdrive, but like, I think it, it can. So could start a new show player beware. Uh, right. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I might be able to pop it in limelight. <laughs> Who knows? Um, there you go. But yeah, uh, I mean, there, there's others. We can, we can always circle back. Uh, just armored core six fires Rubicon. Dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pikmin 4, still really making my rounds in that. Uh, reviews will be out for WrestleQuest and Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Uh, the quick and dirty of it, dope. Super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleQuest may be the best quote-unquote wrestling game I've played wow. all year. Wow. Better than Stadium Stampede, that's for sure. Oh, God, dude. I haven't even... It's not great. It's it not is great. not. That is not. No. Or, or whatever that fucking character model for the bunny is supposed to be. I, oh I really like fight forever and I'll still like I have a piece in the works for it. Good mechanics, just everything else fell completely apart. Yeah, much like many other things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. That'll be a house show episode. That'll sure, definitely eventually. be a house show episode. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, I think uh we all feeling about feeling pretty good about episode end. Yeah, let's head on out. Episode end. <laughs> So, if you guys enjoyed this nice little quick and dirty edition of Press Pause Radio, episode 148, you could absolutely check us out at the usuals. Uh, we are on... Not on Stitcher anymore, though. Apparently, Stitcher is no longer a thing. I've... So... Yeah, I think... I don't know if that's changed since I last heard that, but I heard Stitcher was going away, so... Well, I I did want to say that, and like uh, I I did, our widget is no longer there, so right, right. Uh, we will be working on that. But we're still at sixty nine other podcast directories, including Spotify, uh, which honestly is probably getting us more headway than Stitcher. But there is a new podcasting platform, uh, Wondery Plus. So hmm. definitely looking to see if we can add ourselves to their directory and uh, in the meantime still working on the YouTube feeds as far as a strict podcast feed that we can get situated SoundCloud and so on other than that you can still find us directly on our website at www.presspauseradio.com as well as again Apple Spotify and uh, several other Scatter Radio is just one that comes right to the top Mm -hmm. of my head Uh, But there are 69 other directories that are updated as we update our main website feed. In addition to our main website feed, you can also find other exclusive features you're not going to find anywhere else. Uh, Reviews that we will be doing uh, right now. Again, uh, in the midst of publishing WrestleQuest, we'll have Bomb Rush Cyberfunk out soon. Uh, Definitely also have some words that I may want to share on Sonic Origins. Uh, still working on Final Fantasy 16 and AEW Fight Forever. They uh, Fight Forever is also uh, something that's very close to publication. And also kind of workshopping some scheduling for streaming because I have a little makeshift stream. I wanted to do 
uh, something, kind of just uh, do a quickie on mini consoles, just because I figured with uh, Hubbabaloo with a 2600 plus, uh, kind of just go into what's been out so far. And even then, there's a whole different mini console coming out later this holiday, uh, which I'm surprised Ed is not more excited for. And it's probably going to be the most accessible way we can play this uh, fucking platform, the Sharp X68000 hmm. uh, production model, which, uh, man, that's that's going to be a whole other little changa. Um, but nonetheless, you can absolutely find... Uh, all of those exclusive reviews, features, uh, opinion editorials, and more on our website, as well as you can find all of our video content at uh, youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast and our Twitch, uh, twitch.com forward slash press pause radio. And we will absolutely uh, try to get something out there as well as we are uh, now that we've got, we don't have baby boy computers anymore. Uh, this guy, this guy doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Fucking, I would love to get something going for our Steam curated group and kind of get in the swing of that mm-hmm. again. And finally, yeah. just bring back Games Club. Games Club just kind of kept me nice and mellow. So I'd really love to like do that. Uh, that Kojima feature. Like there's stuff. There's stuff in the works. And we're so I'm so close. I'm so close to getting everything situated. I just got some good news about the consoleized Virtual Boy. So it may be done within the next week. They'll be Whoa. in my possession. And then finally, I can get everything put together. All the other, the two other consoles that are getting worked on uh, are not something that, like, they're they're absolutely going to be something that is kept out of the way, uh, as far as that being the Super Cassette Vision and the Commodore 64, uh, both of which are going to go towards the PVM section. So, like, all the main, main nitty-gritty shit uh, is, is just ready to be put up. It's just a matter of getting that consoleized Virtual Boy back. And then I, I'm good. Like the process can begin, the healing can begin. Um, we mentioned it earlier, but you can also uh, find the newest season of Bullet Heaven on YouTube over at Ed's channel. Yes. Talk about nature healing, man! We're back, baby. Oh yeah, we are so back. That episode was so good too. I want to, I want to play that game so bad now. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, and I. I really, uh, it's funny, like, uh, there's a bunch of other enthusiast uh, Famicom homebrew releases, but, like, they just don't, I don't know, they, I, I really wish they were a little easier to find, but who knows, um, but you can find, uh, it was no, it's no longer under, uh, Studio Mudprints, it's right. now just under eTrim, so, uh, Ed is gonna be doing that, I believe Casually Hardcore is still gonna be a thing, uh, that he'll be dabbling in as well. And he's got another surprise that I cannot wait to help contribute towards. So I'm really excited, especially with my dumbass consoleized Virtual Boy. So absolutely go check out the latest video he did, Astro Ninja Man DX. Uh, it is a fucking hoot. Uh, so with that, oh man, uh, I think uh, we're good. I yeah. think, let me roll. Sign him off, man. He's signing off, dude. Crit. Fucking critical fucking success. Critical hit. Critical everything. Uh, This is George Boy's axe. Man, uh, maybe I should freshen up on my fucking 20 die rolls. Who knows? This is toast. Absolutely. Get your D20s. Roll them until you get them. And drink a lot of water. 
Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, get at me about that Ricolo cocktail. Like, uh, like no joke. I am terrified, but I will let you know. You get get on some subreddits. Let me shoot you some yeah. links. Okay. This is Sean, dude. Don't ever fly first class. Your ass will not forgive you if you go back to coach. Oh. Wise words.